0: Hello, my name is Scott Cameron. This is The Joys of Teaching Literature. Um, if you want to know more about me, my website is theteachersworkshop.com. I offer—I am a high school English teacher. I, I offer professional development for high school English teachers. Um, so this week's topic is poetry, how students come to love poetry. So it's a good time to read, well, it's always a good time to read and listen to poetry. It's a very good time to write poetry, however. Billy, Billy Collins starts his poem Introduction to Poetry by talking about what, about how he asks his students to read poetry. Here's a line from that poem. I asked them to take a poem and hold it up to the light like a color slide or press an ear against its hive. I remember listening to Christian uh, women of a poetry magazine on PBS say that people <laughs> that people might not like poetry because their teachers taught them to write a thesis statement. if you think about it, it has a single meaning. Uh, We're saying like, well, let's take this poem and give it a single meaning, right, instead of many. And that is the the wonder and the beauty of poetry is that there are many, many meanings. The more, the better, right? A poem contains limitless possibilities. But this is also a reason that students get frustrated with poetry. They want a single answer because one answer is easier than many. Um, Often our politics... Uh, get reduced to a single answer without considering that that good solutions often contain many, many ideas, not just one. Uh, The uncertainty of poetry is often where students get lost, but where I wallow. Where things get hazy, things reveal their beauty and their complexity. Whenever I don't know, I sink my teeth in. That's where we linger and hang around for a while and let our minds run away to a place that doesn't exist in the poem. The wildness of the language draws us in. The less realistic it is, the less it makes sense, the more it reveals the truth to us. We must let our imagination take over. Like a great solution in physics, the poem must move from fragmented reality to fragmented reality before coming together. Poetry, in its, in its structure and in its chaos, fine-tunes existence and allows the reader to both embrace the mysteries of life and find answers to life's questions. Every time you come back to a great poem, it reveals more meanings. If, if music moves a body, poetry moves the mind. Some students may accept these challenges of poetry, but others will love it more for its sounds. By sounds, I mean not only its poetic sounds, uh, but its emotional sounds, the sounds it brings out of us when we read it out loud. Poetry, while confounding us with its metaphors and symbols, also makes perfect sense because it's a story with some line breaks thrown in. I always start a poetry unit with videos from Motion Poems, Button Poetry, Deaf Poetry Jam, Poetry Out Loud. Robert Pinsky's got a, a project called my, Fa- my Favorite Poem Project. Um, my favorite poet to listen to is Aja Monet. Uh, when I first read her poetry at the Dodge Poetry Festival, uh, sorry, when I first really heard her poetry, I uh, was at the Dodge Poetry Festival uh, in Newark. I got goosebumps. I just thought, like, this is how poetry is supposed to sound. She mesmer- mesmerizes with a mixture of honesty Detail depth explosiveness and space. I felt like I was at a rock concert, but I was just not me not just listening to poetry, but uh, It just I felt like she should have gotten a standing ovation every poem she read Uh, I end the poetry unit by by asking students simple thing write a poem Give me the best you've got I tell them say something I won't forget use all the techniques you've just learned right play with the structure the rhyme scheme the sounds the imagery The spacing, the metaphors, the punctuation. It's your poem. You can say whatever you want. When a student interprets a metaphor, they must imagine what the poet wants. But when they create a metaphor, they express their reality with their own perspective and voice. So what better time to be alone with our thoughts and figure out life? What better time to write poetry and listen to each other? Maybe it's time to write an essay on poetry, but maybe it's time to record a long interpretation of a poem. Maybe it's time to write a poem and then record a reading of it. Today I listened to a seven-minute voice recording from one of my students, where she compared an episode of of Serial, season three, uh, to a passage in Great Expectations. It was a little bit of analysis, a little bit of storytelling, and a little bit of emotion, and a little bit of poetry. I think of that lovely common expression that we use sometimes. It was so poetic. Poetry is everywhere. It's in novels and songs in news articles in movies and shows and in plays. It's all around us, in our conversations and in our minds. Thanks for listening.